Once again, today, Jesus' word should strike us uh, to, to the heart right away here. This, this parable, this question. Can a blind person guide a blind person? I actually put that to the test one time in a class when I was in the seminary. The answer is no. It doesn't go well. A trophy case may have almost been destroyed when we tried that, and the teacher was not too happy with me. So don't try it. It's not worth it, but we know the answer, of course, is a blind person probably cannot lead a blind person. And why does Jesus bring this up? Because he says, of course, you know, why do you notice a splinter in your brother's eye, but not the wooden beam in your own? We're so easy uh, and so quick sometimes to call it other people's faults, other people's sins. And yet, why don't we acknowledge our own? Say, where is my splinter? Or more importantly, probably, where is my wooden beam? And then let the Lord be able to help remove it so we can be free from this blindness. And when, we, when we're caught up in this sin, by the way, when we're caught up in sin, what are we doing? We're blinding ourselves to God's love. This is what God wants to do. He wants to give us his love, his grace, his peace. He wants to give us his everything. And yet, so often, we turn away. However, we know that this upcoming season of Lent is a perfect opportunity on, well, this upcoming Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. You know, I often, I'll be honest, I probably look forward to Advent more than Lent because, well, Advent's shorter, and I like that. But I also know that Lent is when I actually make greater spiritual growth. You have to persevere in doing what? Well, hopefully a greater amount, as the church recommends, of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And if we truly dive into that, of the prayer, the fasting, and the almsgiving, what's going to happen? Well, we're going to experience God's love more. We're going to be able to have those splinters, those beams removed from our eyes so we can experience God. You may or may not know, but Lent was kind of begin as a season to unite us with those who are preparing uh, to come into the church on the Easter vigil. But instead of just having those catechumens or those candidates uh, that want to come into the Catholic faith, do it by themselves, we walk with them. You unite ourselves in that prayer, fasting, almsgiving. We also do it just for ourselves so we can have the spiritual growth as well. So I just really recommend us this year not to waste the season of Lent. Pray already and think about, okay, how can we enter into the season of Lent? You know, for prayers, some very practical recommendations. Uh, one would be uh, come to Stations of the Cross on Friday evenings here at St. John the Baptist at 5.30. And right after Stations of the Cross, by the way, we have adoration from 6 to 6.30. So it's given that hour, a week extra here in church uh, for prayer, uniting ourselves, And as we have the Stations of the Cross reflecting on Jesus' passion and praying together as a, a community. Another opportunity for prayer is this, you know, how beautiful it is that we have daily Mass here every day except for, except for Monday, but to come to, to daily Mass maybe once a week. Add that into your routine. Maybe to, to add the rosary every day uh, during the season of, of Lent. Maybe if you can't commit to a whole rosary, just a decade. Start with something, but do some sort of extra prayer every day 
during uh, the season of Lent. Maybe sign up for adoration hours or just come to the adoration chapel. And of course, as a family, to do some prayers together as well. We know about fasting during Lent. I think we all kind of have our go-to fast, by the way. Not a bad idea, but is there other ways that God wants us to fast as, as well? You know, actually on Ash Wednesday, we know it's not only a day of, 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 of staining, but Ash Wednesday is also a day of fasting together where we're only supposed to have two small meals that don't constitute a full meal and then also just one regular-sized meal, but don't overdo that either. Pope Francis had asked us all around the world, actually, to unite in prayer and fasting on Ash Wednesday for the people of Ukraine. So as your stomach growls a little bit that day, maybe, we can offer it up. Offer this simple growl up for the people of Ukraine. Whenever we offer up stuff like this, by the way, it's much easier to do, but much more profound as um, well. Maybe you're thinking, okay, what is that being my? What is that sin in my life that I really want to work on removing? We go back to that, that parable. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. So maybe it's looking at the news sometimes and you get so frustrated at what's going on, it, it makes you lose your peace. Well, maybe something to give up during Lent then. Well, maybe some of that news. Maybe some of that screen time. Or other things maybe look on the computer or our smartphone. Is that causing you to sin? What a great time to remove it. And no one's going to question you on that either because a lot of people do this. Like, oh yeah, he's giving up TV again this year for Lent or social media. That's a perfect opportunity to do it. If your hand causes you to sin, what? Cut it off. So maybe we have an issue with drinking too much alcohol or eating too much food or too many sweets, whatever it may be. Is this a perfect opportunity to cut that out for these 40 days so we can grow closer uh, to Christ? even as a family, to come together uh, and, and to fast together. I remember one of my sisters, I think it was last year, the year before, uh, they decided as a family they were going to give up Netflix. And she said, at first I thought my children were going to kill me. Right? What are we going to do? We can't watch this horse show anymore, whatever. It's cartoons, right? But she said it was the most profound thing our family has done for Lent. That it wasn't just, okay, turn the TV on or go stream this. The kids were playing together more, they were, they were talking more, they were praying more. What a great thing to do as a family. So individual fasting and prayer, but add on that family dynamic as well. Of course, that third part of almsgiving, what does that mean? Often we think of almsgiving of just giving financially, which of course we want to do to different charities and organizations. We'll talk about that real quick in a little bit. But also, how can us during the season of Lent, how can we give selflessly of ourselves, looking for opportunities uh, to volunteer, to serve those most in need. So maybe in charitable organizations or volunteering places, or even the seeing people in your own life that you know, maybe you're a little bit downcast right now. How can we reach out to them? Maybe a loved one that's in a nursing home or homebound. Uh, maybe just writing a letter to someone. All these can be acts of almsgiving, giving of ourself. And when we do this, once again, what's happening is we're letting the Lord work in us. We're saying to the Lord, Lord, I want these beams, these splinters removed from me, these sins, these things that are prohibiting me from experiencing your love. And during this season of Lent, I give you permission to work on me. By the way, what happens during Lent so often, we start off so well, and then we reach Monday or Tuesday, 
or who eats the day after Ash Wednesday, right? And we start to say, oh, I'm not going to give that up this year. I'm not gonna, and we start going down. If you fall, if you fail, which we more than likely all will in some way, start up again and say, all this shows we have to lean into God even more and that he wants uh, to, to help. But so let's really dive into, into that season of, of Lent. Once again, one of those ways that we can give an almsgiving is, is by, by our financial gifts. Uh, and here, actually, at the, in the Archdiocese this weekend is our Catholic Service Appeal uh, kind of pledge weekend. So you may or may not know Catholic Service Appeal has been around, I think, since the 1960s, but it goes to support all different organizations and charities in the Archdiocese, the community, and even uh, the world. So at this time, we're just going to show a, sh- show a little short video about the Catholic Service Appeal. I want you to watch that, and we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, after uh, the video. The Lord has given us so much, sometimes we don't realize it's all gift. When we share with others and give with a grateful heart, it pleases the Lord. It brings joy to others, and we become His love in the world. Share with others and give with a grateful heart. It pleases the Lord. I could help moms in need, the homeless, the hungry. Should I help our seminarians? Should I support life or help strengthen the faith? I could even help people in another country. Hi, Chacha. Hi, Archbishop Pavda. I think this belongs to you. Thank you. I can't seem to decide how to give the right way to the right thing. I want to help so many people. There's Catholic schools, the poor, helping people know and love Jesus. There's... Your heart is in the right place. Those are all wonderful things to give to. One way you can give to all of them is by giving to Catholic Services Appeal Foundation. They support many different ministries that do all of the things you talked about. 10,260 people per week received fresh groceries and hygiene items. Thousands received life-giving care via hospital chaplains. 1,000 women, babies, and families provided with life-affirming support. 56,000 young people being strengthened in the Catholic faith. 27,000 Catholic school students benefited from faith-filled learning. CSAF makes it easy to give. You can give online, mail in your gift, or simply fill out the envelope in church and place your gift in the collection basket. CSAF also has easy monthly donations so you can help spread hope all year round. Or you can give it right now. Meet the new president of CSAF, Tiso Rosales. It's nice to meet you. You know, the theme of this year's appeal is Together in Hope, and we really mean it. We know that when we work together in one common mission to be Christ's hands and heart, to help ministries that serve the poor, support life, and strengthen the faith, we can bring hope, dignity, and a better future for all. I would love to give so many things through CSAF. Mr. Tiso, can I give this gift to CSAF? I wanted to help a lot of people in a lot of ways. Do you think my gift will make a difference? It really can. You know, it takes a lot to make an impact. 
We can achieve so much if we all work together. Together, together and hope! Oh, oh no! Of all the years, I think that is the, uh, the shortest video for Catholic Service Appeal, but probably also uh, the cutest. I'm also glad we didn't play it next week because we can't use Alleluia next week, so we would have got in trouble. And of course, now I think we all want tacos for lunch uh, as, as well. Uh, but uh, in, in all seriousness, the Catholic Service Appeal uh, is, is such a great foundation that the Archdiocese has been doing uh, since the, the 1960s. We ask all parishes around the archdiocese to, to contribute, to help out in a ways that we just can't do as, as individual uh, parishes. And so at the end of the pews, by the way, uh, we have some envelopes. We're asking parishioners to, to please take an envelope and, and pass it down the pews and so that we can uh, fill out uh, this, this pledge form. Uh, there's pencils in there and everything uh, as well. I know some people already got it uh, in the mail and they've already given back. Uh, but just to kind of prayerfully consider uh, ways that we can give as, as parishioners. You know, historically, St. John the Baptist, when I got here, uh, was one of the top kind of percentage-giving parishes for Catholic Service Appeal. And uh, I'll be honest with you, during the uh, capital campaign, uh, we didn't push it as much uh, because we, we needed the resource a little bit more here, we, we realized. Our capital campaign is coming to an end here in about eight months, and much of it is redeemed, praise God. But it's kind of historical context. When I came here, uh, we were averaging about eighty dollars to $90,000 a year pledged for the Catholic Service Appeal. Uh, these past couple of years have been right below 40000 And so we're really asking parishioners to kind of, once again, prayerfully consider how can we uh, support uh, this, this great, great, great foundation. All the money given goes right out to, to charities and different organizations that, that need uh, our help. And we're hoping that this year, once again, uh, that our parish can, in a certain way, step up. We know that here out in this community, we're a little more affluent area. Pray, praise God. God has gifted us with many, many gifts and, 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 and talents and, and affluency in that certain sense. We also have prayers that, that gives a lot. Uh, we look at our, our our off-door income right now, it's, it's going very well. Thank you. Let's keep that up. Uh, we have a special fund set up for parishioners here called the Parishioner Assistance Fund. That is as high as it's ever been. But we also need to help out our neighbors uh, in need. And this is a great opportunity uh, to, to do so. And so let's encourage you to fill out this envelope uh, to figure out, use a family fiddle today. Great. You can drop it off to an offer procession. Or you can fill it out and drop it off next week and give it electronically or just go on their website as well. Uh, please do make sure as you put down your information and ask for your parish name, put down St. John the Baptist Excelsior, all right? There is like seven St. John the Baptist in the Archdiocese, so make sure it's Excelsior. Not to be confused with Savage, New Brighton, Jordan, Dayton, and a couple other ones as well. So St. John the Baptist uh, Excelsior. Uh, Catholic Service Appeal does help out our parish immensely as well. Uh, they give us $5,000 in scholarships every year for financial assistance uh, for, for the students. So once again, prayerfully consider how you can, you can give you as your family and then fill that out and drop it off during the offertory procession or uh, next week as well. But we'll give you about a minute or so here uh, to fill out that envelope. Uh, thank you. <laughs> 